Welcome to the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast for Friday, September 23rd. If it's Friday here at the Quick Kicks podcast, that's one thing and one thing only. Chuck, what is it? It is hot dog fr- kicker Friday. Kicker, fr- kicker Friday. That's right, folks. Kicker Friday. Mark Schofield along with Chuck Zotta taking you through Kicker Friday, getting you ready for all the weekend action, talking special teams here. Before we dive in, I want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by Crossover Football. A powerful tool giving coaches the ability to break down game film to pull stats, create searchable clips, generate tendency reports, and much, much more from desktop and mobile solutions. To try one game for free, sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon. That's crossover with a K dot com slash pylon for one free breakdown today. Now, Chuck, we were chatting before the show what we wanted to go over, and you kind of floored me a bit when you said the first thing you wanted to talk about on Kicker Friday is a punter. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough one for me when I have to uh, you know give the lead to uh, our fine punting friends, but uh, I do want to talk about a punter, and it's a guy who's impressed me an awful lot through the first two weeks of this season. Guy who has always been uh, a talented punter, but I think this year. Uh, starting to really step his game up to the next level. Marquette King on the Oakland Raiders always had the natural talent, but has never really put it together for a full season. His first season, uh, you know, was a case where he was really displaying, you know, a pretty big leg in a lot of situations, but not necessarily the control that you wanted to see with a few too many touchbacks, 11 on the season, actually. Set next couple seasons, uh, a ton of punts in 2014, 109 punts, actually. Can you believe that, Mark? 109. Wow. That's that's like an average of seven a game. So, you know, that tells you how bad the Raiders were back in 2014. Uh, Didn't really have the best season there in terms of overall distance. He was very good in terms of minimizing touchbacks, but didn't really have everything together as far as uh, the overall distance package. And same thing last year. Didn't really have uh, a big leg out of his own zone. Was about one yard under the league average. But this year, I'll tell you, man, this kid is really impressive with what he is doing. It's his uh, his fourth season punting for the Raiders right now, 27 years old, starting to come into his own. I think he finally, you know, really understands what's demanded of him at the NFL level and really understands his game and what he can do. And I'll tell you, Marquette King is is potentially making the jump this year. It's early to say for sure because obviously you start to get into bad weather and you got to be able to do it then. But I love what I'm seeing from this guy right now. Now, when you look at a punter like him trying to like make that leap, like what is it about him? What is it about what he's done so far that has you pretty much you know, at that point where you're like, okay, this guy might be coming into it. So I'll tell you what. So Marquette King only has eight punts on the air so far. Okay. Uh, out of those eight punts, uh, only one of them has been inside the numbers. Okay, so for, for you know to start off, he is just absolutely destroying the ball to the outsides of the field. He's got three punts right on the right sideline, two on the right numbers, one on the left numbers, and one on the left sideline. So he's going to both sides of the field here, and he's just absolutely destroying the ball in all of those situations. Every single punt that he has uh, in a in a in an open field situation, meaning from before uh, his own forty yard line. Every single one of those 
is over 50 yards right now. Okay, two of which are over 60 yards. So he's absolutely killing the ball out of his own end. He's putting just about everything outside the numbers, so he's not giving teams a whole lot of space to work with there. The one black mark that he has to this point, okay, he does have one touchback. It's actually coming out of his own end. It's coming from his own 38-yard line. He put a 62-yard kick on the ball and ended up sending it for a touchback, which, you know, it's not good to have a touchback in that situation, but you're still ending up with a 42-yard net, so it's not as devastating as if you do it from the 50-yard line or from an opposing team's 45. That's where you really start to to worry about touchbacks. If a guy is just having a huge leg coming out of his own end, it's something you want to work on, but it's, you know, it's it's not the most concerning thing when it's happening at that part of the field. So, when you know, you look at the three things that you want to see from a punter. It's distance control, it's hang time, and it's placement. And Marquette King really has all three of those things working for him right now. And I'll tell you, if he keeps this up the way that he is going this year, th- this guy is going to be one of your top five or six punters in the league. I mean, he has been absolutely outstanding. And he's a guy that's really stood out to me when, you know, again, the last couple of years, he's kind of been a middle-of-the-pack guy just because he hasn't had all the tools working together at once. It looks like he's getting it together here. And I'll tell you, he was doing this in the preseason too. Um, a couple people were asking me about him in the preseason, and I said, well, I got to wait and see. I got to see if he can continue this into the regular season. I haven't seen it from him before. He's bringing it right now, man. He is absolutely on fire at this point. What about hand time? You mentioned that one of the big three kind of tools or traits that you're looking for. What are his numbers there so far? How has he looked? Yeah, so hang time, NFL average through the first uh, two weeks is a touch under 4.5 seconds. Marquette King is a little bit above that at about 4.7 seconds. So, you know, he's bringing a couple extra tenths of hang time. And what that means, to put that into perspective for uh, the average viewer, the average uh, listener, what it means, every tenth of a second that you get in additional hang time it's one yard further down the field that your coverage team can get. So, you know, you say, oh, well, what's, what's a couple tenths of a second here and there? Well, look, you get an extra two tenths of a second, two yards further down the field, less opportunity for a turn. So Marquette King this year, uh, looking at his hang times, only two of which are under 4.4 seconds. Everything else is above. So he, it's not just that he's doing this with, you know, one punt over five seconds and, you know, the rest are kind of kicking around 4.4 He's consistently elevating his game into the 4.6, 4.7 second range uh, with only a couple outliers that are really below right now. Is there anything else that has stood out for his game so far this season? You, you've only punted in two games. Do you think he's got any you know, roadblocks or anything coming up or anything like that? Well, I'll tell you what. The, uh, the, the thing that also stands out to me watching Marquette King is – you know, he really brings a little bit of attitude and swagger to the punter position as well. And you know that I'm, you know, I love swaggy punters. Brad Wing, you Brad, do. Brad Wing, despite the fact that he hasn't been a particularly good NFL punter over his career until this year, he's actually turned it on a little bit. But I love swaggy punters. And Marquette King brings it too. I mean, he's got a little bit of fire to him, he's got a little bit of edge. And I know it's weird to say that with a punter, but you almost kind of like it because you almost think it kind of gets you know, the coverage team kind of ready to go for this guy. They're not sitting there saying, okay, you know, here's our punter. He just sits back there and does it. They're sitting there saying, 
you know what? This guy is into it. He is right with us here. Marquette King actually he had to make a tackle uh, in his last game uh, when there was a coverage breakdown, and so he actually ended up uh, making a tackle and saving a touchdown. He actually got a horse collar on the play, believe it or not. Okay, which look, maybe you don't want to see that. But, uh, you know, Marquette King, you know, doing some some work in coverage as well. And look, it's it's the kind of thing that when you're able to do that and actually, you know, make a tackle and and help your teammates out when uh, they potentially have some issues. You know, that's the kind of thing that, you know, really helps to bring a punting unit together, too. So I like, you know, what I'm seeing from him in terms of his attitude. He seems incredibly confident right now. And in general, you know, this is a guy that is is really clicking on all cylinders, and it's been an absolute joy to watch him thus far. And, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to see if he can keep this up for a full 16-game season because, as I've said, he's displayed each of the three real traits I want to see in a punter at parts of his career. He's never done it all at the same time. Could be watching him make the jump here, and that it's, it's exciting to see. Well, we're going to move on and talk about uh, kicker now. Since it is Kicker Friday, we should probably do that. But before we do, I want to remind our listeners that crossover football can help coaches win more games and make smarter use of the film room with their teams. Crossover breaks down and stats out your game film, giving coaches searchable clips, advanced ODK, tendency reports, and a wealth of other great information that you can access from any PC or mobile device. Your formations and personnel packages can be labeled with your team's terminology. You can create custom highlight reels for your players. And you can exchange video with anyone on any platform, including all of your players and coaches. To try one game for free, sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon. That's crossover with a K dot com slash pylon to get one breakdown for free today. Now, Chuck, the other thing we talked about before the show was Cowboys kicker Dan Bailey, a kicker that you're very high on. He's doing something interesting on extra points this year. It's almost a situation where he's almost, don't want to say he's handicapping himself, but He's not making it easier on himself with these kicks. And what is that? What is he doing? Yeah, Dan Bailey is doing something that I got to tell you, I don't know exactly why he's doing this, but it's it's pretty clear to me that at this point in Dan Bailey's life, the NFL might be too easy for him. Okay, uh, Dan Bailey, Dallas Cowboys kicker, probably one of the two best, not probably, definitely one of the two best kickers in the league, the other being Steven Goskowski of the Patriots. Dan Bailey... Uh, on extra points, and what the NFL did when they went to the longer extra points two years ago is instead of forcing kickers to kick from the middle of the field, they instead are able to choose where they kick from. So they could kick from the left hash, they could kick from the right hash, they could still kick from the middle if they wanted to, but every kicker has a choice as to where they go and kick the ball from. So what you typically see is most kickers... They pick one hash and they stick on it. If they start to run into trouble, uh, and we saw this from Stephen Hauschka last year, we saw it from uh, Dan Carpenter last year, if they run into trouble where maybe they miss a couple extra points uh, in, in a few kicks, some kickers start to move around a little bit. They say, you know what, I'm not doing well from the right hash, I'm going to go kick from the left, and they, and they move around and go and try to find another place to get their mojo back. Well, Dan Bailey, okay, who, by the way, Dan Bailey has never missed an extra point in his career. Okay, so if there's one person who could somehow challenge Steven Goskowski's run of consecutive extra points made, even with the longer attempts, might be Dan Bailey. He's up 208, so he's less than halfway to Goskowski where he was, but Bailey's never even missed from uh, the new distance. He's 29 of 29 
in his career thus far from the new distance. And what Bailey's doing this year, okay, just to make things, I don't know if it's to make things more interesting. I don't know if it's because of wind or whatever. Bailey isn't kicking from the same place, okay? Bailey, through four attempts, he's got two from the left hash, two from the right. He is moving back and forth on different kicks. And honestly, I think it's just so that he can challenge himself. Like, I think he's actually bored doing this. Is there a pattern to it? Like, does he go left, middle, right, left, middle, right? Or does he just kind of, is it scattershot? No, it's the uh, his first kick. Uh, let's see what we have here. Duh, duh, duh. So in week two, uh, week one, he just went from the right hash. Okay. And then week two, he went left, left, right. So, you know, I'm kind of kind of curious to see where he comes out next game. It might have something to do with the wind. Maybe that's why he's doing it. I, I don't really know. But, you know, one of these games uh, was at, uh, at AT&T Stadium. So, you know, it's not a situ- there's not really a whole lot of wind there. It's pretty much a dome for all intents and purposes. Uh, the other one, obviously, outdoors. But, you know, I kind of look at it, and there wasn't significant wind in the game. And honestly, like, I just think the guy's bored. And, like, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, how great is this that, you know, you have kickers that are struggling to make extra points. You have some that are saying, oh, it's too challenging, and, oh, it doesn't give us a break. And Dan Bailey's sitting there going, ho-hum, I'm just going to go and kick from over here this time. I'm going to go kick from the left. Oh, let's go. F-. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, no one else is doing this. There is literally no other kicker in the league that is going about it this way. In the chart that you've done on Bailey, have you noticed, you know, left, right, whether he's had success from one side or the other on field goals of around the same distance, or is he just that good that it doesn't really matter where he's kicking from? So Bailey hasn't missed yet this year on field goals. He is one, two, three, four, five. He's six for six on field goals. Uh, Two of those, one is from 56 from the left hash. One is from 54 from the right. So, I mean, you're even stretching Bailey out to 55-plus yards, and he's going left, right, like it doesn't even matter. Honestly, you pretty much put him inside of 60, and he, he's, he's as close to automatic as you will find. I mean, he is, he is locked in right now, very similar to the way that we saw from Steven Goskowski the first eight or nine weeks of last year. It's, it is that type of performance that he's putting out there. Right now in you know 2016... Best kicker in the league to this point. I mean, it's again, we're two weeks in, so I hate to be even saying that, but the way that you just see his focus and the, the way he's coming through the ball right now, honestly, like he could kick blindfolded, and I bet he'd still, you know, if, if you put him out there blindfolded from the extra point, I bet he'd still go eight out of 10. Really? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, when you're when you're golfing, Mark, and here we, here we go. Get get your beers out, everyone. Get get your beers out. When you're golfing, Mark, did you ever take uh, golf lessons at all, or were you self taught? Self taught, my friend. Okay, so my my cousin was a very good golfer, and I ran into a problem once. I don't know if you do this also, but I really struggle when the sun is behind me because my shadow distracts me from swinging at the ball. Does that happen to you? No, I've got enough other things causing me distractions than anything else. So, so, so I'm like a, I'm like a little like, I, whatever chases after its own shadow, like a groundhog or something. Groundhog. Like, there you go. I see the shadow on the ball, and it completely freaks me out. Like I, I start looking at it, I'm like, I don't know where to swing, and I usually just completely duff it. Like those holes for me are just gone, pretty much. 
But I was talking to my cousin about it, a very good golfer, and he says, honestly, I can swing with my eyes closed just because I've, like, I have that muscle memory. I know my swing. You show me where the ball is to start, and I can swing, and I, like, I don't even need to do anything. Kicking's much the same way. When you have the mechanics down, as long as you know a general idea of where the ball is supposed to be, and you say, okay, look, I've stepped this off, and now I just need to go through, same type of thing, you know? And... I'll tell you, it's it's something that you know with, with any type of motion. I bet I bet if I put you out there and said, okay, you know, you got a receiver running, you know, a ten yard dig, you could close your eyes and throw that ball. I could throw the ball. It, it might not hit it him, but you could throw there. it. Well, no, you could. Yeah. It, it would go left, but no, like you, you get what I'm saying. Like when you no, were, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, when you were in your prime, you could just kind of feel that motion, even if you know you. It's you know again the classic close your eyes and just throw it and you got a pretty decent chance of getting it where it needs to go so you know Bailey is just hitting everything right now I mean he looks good man and it's again you know talking about Marquette King earlier now Bailey here you know for kickers these guys are just a pleasure to watch right now they're they're doing everything you want to see from their respective positions it's been a blast you know it's been a blast have you ever seen any sort of hiccups in Bailey's mechanics in the time that you've been studying him. Um, no, <laughs> like he, he's that, I mean, honestly, like he'll miss one kick and then he makes the next 20. Like that's, that's the kind of kicker that he is at this point. It's, you know, if there is a hiccup, he, it's typically very small. It's, it's not like what you see from some of these guys where it's, you know, you got to, their hips dragging or it's flying open too early or whatever. And the ball's missing by, you know, 10, 12, 15 yards. Usually when Bailey's missing, you know, it's right off the left upright, right off the right upright. It's it's very close. He's not a guy that tends to miss big. Uh, and like, e- even his misses look good. You know, like, it's, I, I know it sounds like I'm kind of a Dan Bailey fanboy, which I guess I kind of am at this point. I think but you like, are at this point, yeah. Even his misses look good, man. You know, it's he, he's got that kind of thing going for him. Well, that's some good stuff, my friend. Any final thoughts on Mr. Bailey yeah, uh, as, as the member of the Dan, as the founded member of the Dan Bailey fan club? Uh, can we just call it the Dan Fan Club or the Fan Dan Ooh, Club? Ooh, I like that. The Fan Dan Club. I got I got to figure something out on it. I'll I'll draw up some paperwork and see if we can get incorporated. No, it's I think that's about it. And uh, you know, I'm just getting ready for beer o'clock this week. Ooh, what are you rolling with this weekend? You know what I'm busting into for the fall? I'm going back to uh, my old college roots up New Hampshire and Vermont. I'm going with uh, some long trails this week. Really? Yeah. I'm pulling out, Ooh. you know, just nice and simple. But, you know, I kind of got back to them a week ago, and I was like, man, I haven't had a long trail in probably a couple of years now. I'm going back, keeping it simple, and kind of sticking with what worked for me to begin with. Interesting. That's a nice call. I like that. What are you rolling? Um, couch surfer. Oatmeal Stout from Otter Creek. Okay. Yeah, I've, new discovery. Okay. Um, just trying to trying something a little new, and I've kind of liked it. It's very nice, very smooth. Um, got a little bit of almost almost chocolatey undertones to it. I kind of I'm I've been digging it. I struggle with stouts. Not gonna lie. Really? I struggle with stouts. It's an oatmeal stouts. stout, so it's a lot smoother though. It sounds like it would be a little chunkier. Eh, it's it, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. No, but it's good stuff. Uh, outstanding, outstanding. But yeah, it's it's about that time.
It's about that time. Folks, hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Kicker Friday, brought to you, as always, by um, our good friend here, Chuck Zod, and, of course, Crossover Football. Check them out. Um, remember, if you want one uh, free game breakdown on Crossover with a K, um, that's crossover.com slash pylon. Check out what they do over there. They'll definitely help you and help the coaches who listen um, You make better use of the film room. Um, that will do it for this week at the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast. We'll be back Monday getting you caught up on all the weekend's action in the NFL and in college football. Until then, Mark Schofield, Chuck Zotta, signing off.